welcome to the Driving Your Marketing Podcast, where small business entrepreneurs come discover the strategies, systems, and tools to kick their marketing into high gear. If you want to go from surviving small business owner to thriving entrepreneur, you're in the right place. Let's get ready to roll. Right, welcome everybody. This is Eli Delaney with the Driving Your Marketing Podcast and the co-founder of Your Marketing University. And what we do here is we have a fun conversation through the Driving Your Marketing Contest uh, contest, uh, podcast. Sorry, I can't talk today. Uh, Basically, just having cool conversations about marketing stuff. Because the whole point why I do this is to meet really cool people from around the world, talk about marketing, and realize that it does not have to be complicated, scary, overwhelming, any of that kind of stuff. I mean, I always have that thing of people. People actually tell me it sounds like black magic and voodoo, and we are here to eliminate that myth and try to get it to where you actually have fun marketing, because that's what we do. We have fun with this stuff. Once you start doing that, you really have some fun, and you don't think of it as a scary chore anymore. And today I've got Casey Everhart, and he is he's a cool guy. He's been around for quite a while. Um, he's the ideal networker, and he and I have been running in a lot of the same circles, and it hasn't been until just recently that we actually had our first conversation. We're, we've got friends with, like, David Fagan is a friend of both of ours, uh, Davin Michaels. Let's see, who else, Who else? Casey, who else did we talk about before? We got Craig Doeswalt as a mutual friend. Yes, Craig Doeswalt. There's a ton of people that you and I both know, and it's about time that you and I actually got to know each other hanging out more than just, you know, the whole cyber stalking in the background thing. Exactly, exactly. So thank Although you cyber talking can be kind of fun every once in a while, but you know, at some point the whole drive about marketing is to actually get on the phone and have a conversation and once those conversations happen, that's where the true magic happens. So that's why I'm I'm thrilled and excited. Right. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. We're going to be talking about some cool stuff because I've been following your stuff in the background. And like I said, I find it entertaining that you and I haven't met until just recently. We had our first conversation. It was last week, and we, we spent a decent amount of time on the phone and just like totally hit it off best friends now. We're looking at joint venture projects even, which is a lot of fun. But I know there's a lot of people that don't, don't know what your background is. So let's go ahead and share that with everybody to get, get them started. Yeah, so you guys, I'm going to kind of give you a quick broad stroke of my background because, frankly, um, I don't see uh, – a lot of times I'll hear speakers and gurus kind of give this long-winded background of themselves, and at the end of the day, I don't really care. I want to get on to the content and the value and what can I actually implement in my business today. So I'll give you kind of two quick quick little snippets. My grandfather was an entrepreneur back in the day, and he was a multi-multi-millionaire in multiple, multiple niches, multiple things, everything from a Model A Ford restoration company to an antique store to cattle and oil wells and gas wells and all kinds of stuff. And one day, when I was really little, he took me out on a tractor, and he, shut, he took me out in one of his pastures, and he shut the tractor down, and I will never forget it. It was dead silent. You could barely even hear the trickle uh, of the of the water from the windmill going into a, a, a pool for cattle. Um, um, cool, um, uh, a water well, and I remember very specifically him saying, "Casey, here's what you need to know about business: always give the customer way more value than they ever expect to receive, and everything will also be okay." And so, Eli, that's really where I come from: is a space of always giving the customer, the client, the listener, the audience member, um, the the stranger on the street way more than they ever expect to receive. And I just know in my heart of hearts that everything will also be okay. 
And so I really took that to heart growing up. I built and buy, sell, and build businesses. That's really what I've done. That's all I've really ever known. Um, when I was uh, about 18 years old, I ended up working at an amusement park and a water park. And funny story is it's a long-winded story, but um, I ended up becoming a general manager of that amusement park. And three years after I became the general manager, we ended up selling it to a huge huge, huge amusement park conglomerate. And that was really my first foyer into business. And what I realized was that the power of a network, the power of who you know and who knows you and who you can pick up the phone and have a con conversation with is probably the most valuable asset that any of us have. You know, David Fagan and I uh, share a very similar philosophy, which is you can take away our computers, you can take away our cell phones, you can take away our, our, our houses, our cars, our boats, whatever, the only thing you can never take away is my network. You plot me down anywhere in the world, and I'll rebuild from the ground up no matter what because I understand the power of giving value and content into a network. So building a network, then adding value and content to it is really the foundation of my core business philosophy. So move, I, as soon as we sold that park, I moved down to Los Angeles, California, and I ended up working in one of the craziest professions on the planet, the film and television industry. And it wasn't too long before I used the same basic principles of networking and building relationships that I ended up working on in an Academy Award winning film uh, called Being John Malkovich. So yes, I am an Academy Award winner for, um, for a movie we did back in 97, Being John Malkovich, which tons of people have heard of it. It was a great movie. It was a fun ride. Mm -hmm. And ever since then, I've really been just kind of buying, selling, and building companies and looking for entrepreneurial um, endeavors. I've had a sweatshop, although I like to call it a perspiration salon because I'm in marketing, but we made 4,000 pair of women's pants a day and, and, and all the way down to a vending machine company, home-based business, uh, internet marketing. So I really am a guy that looks for and seeks out different opportunities and see where I can actually add value. And, that's, and so here we are today. Awesome. I love it. And you have got so so much of a cool background. I do remember the movie being about John Malkovich, by the way. It was an awesome movie. Um, but, you know, one of the Thank things... you. We had, we, we apparently at the time, I'll say this, I thought we must have been in Washington or California with how we made that movie. I'll let your audience members figure out what that reference means. There was a lot of green on our set. I can imagine. I totally <laughs> understand. I, I come from the rock and roll background, so I understand that analogy quite well. Exactly. Yeah, very cool. So one of the things that, you know, it, going right into the context, I know you've got a lot of really good stuff that's to, that you could possibly share with us, but one of the things that I found on you um, was one of the videos that you did called The 12 Things You Can Do in Under 9 Minutes to Dramatically Increase Your Business. And I saw that on YouTube. I was like, you know what, this is awesome content here. And yeah, I can go through and say, hey, you know, go check out this video, which I do highly recommend everybody do, and we'll, we'll put that in the show notes. But I, I think that you should go through some of that because what I like to do is I like to give quick, actionable items that are simple, easy, and fast that anybody can do. And you put this down. These are things you can do in under nine minutes. So let's go ahead and talk about some of those today. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's so funny. The funny thing about that particular video, just just as kind of a as kind of a, a precursor to the conversation, that video was done out of pure frustration. And what was frustrating is having multiple conversations with multiple business owners that really um, are in their business, and most people work in their business, not on their business. And we've all heard that catchphrase and that 
that cliche, but it's really true. And so what I really kind of focused in on is things that people can do, like you said, that are easy action items that um, over time will have a dramatic increase in their business. And so it's all about forming habits. And if we can get our clients, our customers, our, our teammates, our organization, our sales team, whatever, focused in on doing some small things, then it doesn't become overwhelming. And so what I did was I literally, uh, I was frustrated one day. I do a weekly sales and marketing call um, for anybody that wants to participate and listen in. And, and I just, one day I was so flustered that I just simply scribbled out from a client of the 12 things that I gave him to do, I said, I'm going to give you 12 things. Go pick six and call me when you're done because I'm sick of talking to you about not getting anything done. <laughs> and so it's funny because that video, this particular video, is talked about like all the time. And it was funny because it's one of those things that you never know what's going to actually have an impact on people. But that particular video has um, has had some great impact on people. So. So let's talk, let's talk about some of these things that, that you can do that, um, that will not take a lot of time for your business. And look, here's the thing. Eli, you and I both know that, that sometimes the most simple, easy things, people will go, oh, that's so easy. I'll go ahead and do that later, right? I'll go do that later. So what I'm going to challenge each and every one of you to do as you listen to this, as you listen to this show is to block out some time, an hour in your calendar. Take your calendar out right now. And just block off an hour and say, you know what? I know this crazy kook is going to give me a bunch of stuff to do. Just set yourself an hour aside. Pick some of these things that we're going to talk about today and just spend an hour doing it and see what feels right and what doesn't feel right. And I promise you that one thing that I can guarantee is that if you do a couple of these things, none of them hurt. None of them are going to bite. None of them are going to be something that's so dramatic that, that, um, you, know, that you can't do it. Pick some and see if you get a result. And in order to change your results, remember that you have to change your actions. So before we start this, I want, I want, to add, I want you guys to ask yourselves this question. Did my business grow at quantum leaps this year? And I don't mean, you know, double-digit returns. You know, when I work with clients and I'm, I'm working with people one-on-one -on -one or in small groups, I'm looking for accelerated results. I am not interested in even 100% year-over-year growth. I want 500, 1,000% year-over-year growth, and the way you do that is by taking massive action in small, small steps. So, uh, so if it's cool, Eli, I'm just going to roll through a couple of these, and, and I'd love your comments, questions, concerns, answers. Jump in here anytime. All right. Sounds like a plan. Let's roll. Okay. So here's the first one, you guys. One of the things that we need to realize is that we've got to start spending time where our prospects are. Right, I always get flustered when I talk to clients, and the one thing they tell me is they go hang out where all their peers are, and we forget that the peers, our peers, don't actually pay our bills. What actually pays our bills is when we find a prospect that has a problem, and we have the right solution, and we offer them that solution. So in order to do that, we've got to be where our prospects hang out, right, where the prospects go and hang. So here's the first thing I, I will tell a client. I want you to go find three or four blogs that your prospects are going to be reading. Not you and what you're interested in, not if you're a photographer, I don't want you to go to where um, you know the photography for blogs are that are talking about new equipment. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about if you're a photographer and you do weddings, you need to be going to bridal blogs. If you are a if you sell 
sporting good equipment, you need to be going where high school athletes hang out or college athletes or, or stay-at-home dad athletes hang out, right? So you find three blogs that your client or your prospects are going to hang out, and you simply start adding value by leaving comments on the articles, okay? So here's the deal. So let's say Eli ha- Eli's blog is your marketing, your marketing university. If your client base would be reading that blog, people that are into marketing, then what you want to do is you want to go leave comments, good, constructive, content, and value-rich conversation blog comments. And what that does is it starts to establish you in that community as somebody that's giving, right? And so I'm a huge fan of Gary Vaynerchuk's. I live by his philosophy, which is Mm -hmm. give, 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 ask. Give, 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 ask, right? So you want to give comments, give value, give content, and when you build up enough authority or influence or whatever, you can then ask for the sale. If you go ask, 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 give, you become a spammer, frankly, right? right? And so go find three blogs and just go there every day or every couple of days and give good, constructive content as a comment. Here's what I promise you. The writer of the blog post is going to take notice. So many relationships of mine have come out of me leaving comments on somebody's blog post or me retweeting their blog article or or going the extra step and actually cutting and pasting the blog article and posting it on Facebook and tagging the person rather than just clicking the the little like button. And what happens is the blog owners usually will call me at some point and go, dude, I don't know where you came from, but you're adding great content or great value. You're really helping. Would you like to do a blog post or do you want to get on a call like this and and hang out? What can I do to help support you? And now you're also building up, um, we'll call it social capital, really for lack of a better thing, Uh by participating in helping solve your prospects' problems, right? Now, let me say this. What I did not say was go try to sell your wares or drive people to your website by leaving a comment. If you go to your marketing university and leave a comment and you have a marketing blog and you try to – you try to then drive people from Eli's blog over to your blog, a couple of things are going to happen. One, he's going to ban you. Two, everyone's going to think you're a dirtbag. And you will have just systematically gone completely against every marketing principle that exists. Right. So and does I've that make that sense? Happen. Oh, yeah. I've seen that happen, actually. And I've had people on my blog that have done that before. You know, other marketing people that basically turned around and said, um, hey, that's a great post. You should also check my site out. And it's like, yeah. really, dude, that, there's no value in that. And I, I have no problem with somebody, you know, just basically saying, this is who I am. And I'm perfectly fine with that. But that pitch immediately without adding any kind of value instantly loses credibility. Well, you know, I use uh, – I, I mean, I use, I, use, I use this as a silly example. If you were having a garage sale and your neighbor came right up into your garage sale and, and just stood in the middle of your garage with a sign that said, I'm having a garage sale right next door. How would you feel if that was your garage sale? Well, to me, that's the exact same thing. Annoy me to death. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so that's that's one thing you can do. Next thing I talked about in, in that video was thank you cards. 
And this is this is a really touchy subject with a lot of people because a lot of people will say, oh, direct mail doesn't work, sending greeting cards or handwritten notes doesn't work, so on and so forth. I've made a lot of money by getting and understanding the value of direct mail and what you can do to um, uh, send people uh, send people something in the mail, right? So, Eli, here's the deal. You and I both know this as marketers, that the most valuable commodity we have at any given time is somebody's attention, uh-huh. right? I mean, think about you guys on Twitter, what your attention span is. It's like seconds, right? Um, in the TV world, what most people kind of don't get about television is what we're really selling by making TV content is attention span. We are selling you on the idea to not change the channel between programming so that we can sell commercials. And that attention span is very, very valuable, right? So as marketers, if we can get our product, good, or service, or our good name or our reputation in front of somebody for the amount of time we have their attention, that's a very valuable space to be in. Right? So I do two things with direct mail. The first thing I do is I always send appreciation cards. Now, I'll have to say, when I first started using uh, greeting cards and thank you cards, I thought they were sales pitches, right? I had my business card in there. I had my phone number and my fax number and my email address and a coupon for this. I mean, I had a map to the, map to the thing. The only thing I didn't put in that card was the GPS coordinates to where I was located. And, right? And, and I got no response. But when I changed up how I did it and I really started using um, greeting cards as a way to just show my appreciation, you know, Eli, thank you so much for having me on your show. I really appreciate it. If there's anything I can do to support you in your business, please don't hesitate to call on me, Casey. That's all I want. That's just the message. So I do two things. I use, uh, I, I use a system to, to send out greeting cards, right? And I do that a lot. I send birthday cards. I mean – I joke, I don't know how risque we can be on this show, so I won't be too risque, but I'll say this. If I'm talking to somebody and they open their mouth, they're pretty much getting a card from me, okay? <laughs> it's, it's, I, used to, I, I usually sometimes will joke that literally if somebody farts, I'm going to send them a card because <laughs> it's so valuable to be in their mindset. And think about it. So often, all that you get in your mail are bills, credit card applications, and junk mail. But if you can reach out and touch somebody in kindness and just show appreciation where they can hold it and touch it and set it on their desk and put it in a frame or whatever, it's huge. So that's one thing I do. The other thing I do – Let me talk about that for just one second because that is, that is so, so powerful. And what you're, what you're talking about here is you said one thing that I think is so critical to making this actually work is a simple thing of just show appreciation. It's not a pitch. And that's where a lot of I say of this all the time. Wrong. A- appreciation will win out over self-promotion every single time. Right. And I, I couldn't agree with that more. I find it amazes me how many people think they're doing that, but they're, what they're doing is they basically, it's a card that's got their logo on the front. They insert their business card and they said, you know, thank you so much for being a customer. Uh, oh, by the way, we appreciate referrals. Well, that's still a pitch. It's like frosted dog crap. <laughs> I mean, really, that's what Hello. it's like. I mean, yes. I literally, I literally fired my uh, my life insurance person over this exact concept, because I figured if she couldn't get it in in the way I'm about to describe, then she wasn't worth getting my money. 
Yeah. I get a birthday card from uh, from my insurance agent every year. And on my 40th birthday, probably the most hard birthday to go through for me personally, just because it's like, oh, my gosh, I'm middle-aged or whatever, over the hill or whatever. I get this birthday card from my insurance agent. I'm like, oh, this is really cute. Except um, what ends up happening is um, – I get a birthday card. I open it up, and it says, hey, happy birthday. Thank you so much for being a client of ours. You've been a client of ours for 20 years. Hey, why don't you schedule some time to come on in, and we'll re-take re, re a look at your life insurance policy. I'm like, are you serious? You just said, happy birthday. You're about to die. Come give us more money. <laughs> Frosted dog crap. Yep. I've seen it. I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. So go to Staples. Talk to somebody that's in send-out cards in your local community. Whatever you got to do, um, start sending out cards of appreciation. The other thing I do, Eli, that I think is, is one of the coolest things, um, I subscribe to a ton of business magazines, okay? I, I am a sucker for kids selling crap. So when some kid comes up at my door or I have a little nephew that's, that's selling something, I'm going to buy it no matter what because I'm all about – um, promoting entrepreneurialism in kids. So I bought more wrapping paper, ice cream, chocolate cookie dough, uh, everything you can imagine from kids. But when they do their magazine drives, I, I subscribe to a ton, Forbes, Success, Inc., um, all kinds of different magazines. And then what I do is I'll read the magazine. But then while I'm watching TV, I still watch TV, um, I have a razor blade, and um, I sit and I cut up these magazines. And I just staple the articles together. So if an article is three or four pages, I'll get those three pages and I'll staple them together. And I just start making stacks of articles, right? And then what I do is when I'm bored, I simply have a post-it note and I'll just take an article. I'll find somebody on my network and I'll go, hey, Eli, I, Eli, I thought this was valuable for you. I hope you enjoy the article. Just thinking of you. Casey, slap in an envelope, send it off. No business card, no sales pitch, nothing. The response from just doing that is insane, you guys, because I'm showing that I'm going to go outside and I'm thinking of somebody not always trying to sell. There's a time to ask for the sale, for sure, but you got to build up some capital before you can ask for the sale. So if I'm reading an article and, and I think it's going to be something that's, that, that, that's going to help somebody in my network, bam, I'm sending out an article. And here's the brilliant part, you guys. Let me peel back the curtain a minute. It doesn't really matter what the article's about. Mm -hmm. What matters is that you took the time to cut an article out of a magazine, write a little note, put it in an envelope, put a stamp on the stupid thing, and send it off. The easiest 49-cent arts and crafts business building project you can do. And you can do it while you're watching TV. It, exactly. The whole – I mean – yeah, it's not and it helps the environment. We're, re we're, we're redoing magazines, you know. Exactly. No, I, I think that's an awesome – it's a brilliant plan because, I mean, let's face it. People, we do. We get a lot of junk in the mail when somebody actually sends something like that, and it doesn't have to be about your business. It just has to be something that you think they will find valuable. That's that's all it boils down to. I mean, I've, I've had people who send me stuff related to dogs because I'm a dog guy, and they know that. And that's the stuff that stands out. Those are the things that make us more memorable. And it doesn't matter what industry they're in. When I get to that point of being ready to buy something related to that product or their product, they're going to be top of mind awareness by that. Absolutely. And 
I can't tell you how many times people will get these articles in the mail. They'll thank me publicly on Facebook or on Twitter. They, I get, I, you know, just yesterday I got this whole packet. Um, I have a girl in my network that sells, um, that sells candles. So I sent her some article. I don't even remember what it was. I think it was on soy-based candles or why the soy-based candles are bad, you know, how everything's bad now. So right. um, I sent her an article. I didn't even think about it. She just sent me basically a, a giant box of sample candles and products from her business. I have more candles right now than I know what to do with. <laughs> right? And ultimately, she, she will become a coaching client of mine. But it's all because I'm thinking ahead. I'm, I'm give, 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 ask. Right. Right? Yep. Yep. So that leads me right into, the right into the next one, right? So this is another one that this you can do. While you're watching TV, while you're sitting in the bathroom, while you're out at dinner, I'm in Los Angeles, so I do it when I'm in traffic, mm -hmm. right? And that's very simple. We all are within three feet of our cell phones at pretty much at all times, right? It's driving me crazy right now because even as we're doing this show, I'm watching my cell phone and it's driving me crazy because I'm seeing who's calling me, right? We're usually that tied. We're that tethered to this little device. So now it's time to take this device and let it, let it use work in our favor to our advantage. So here's one of the things I do. Every day, I literally open up my text and I just scroll my finger and it's like playing jackpot. I just do three or four swipes up. Whoever, whoever that lands on, I simply give them a text. Hey, I'm just sitting in traffic. I just wanted you to know I was thinking about you. Bam, send off. Hey, I hope you're having a great day. I always use their name so they don't think it's a mass text. Hey, Eli, just sitting here in traffic in Los Angeles. You came to mind. I just wanted to know I was thinking about you. Bam. Hey, Bob, I just want to thank you for being a long-term client of mine. I can't wait to go set the world on fire with how awesome your business is doing. Bam. Awesome. You do that ten times a day. Think about, think about what the power of that would be. If you just committed to texting a few people in your cell phone every single day, no reason other than to stay connected. Right. And, that you know, there's something that's really cool that you can do with that, too. I don't know if you knew about this one. Um, I think Joe Polish is the one that told me about this originally, was that if you're on your phone, you're, both the Android and the, the, P, or the iPhone has the ability to attach an audio recording where you can literally just push a button and record something on your phone real quick, like, hey, just reaching out, wanted to say hi, happy birthday, or whatever it is. And I've been doing that, and like for birthdays, I just shoot people a quick message that's a recorded audio right through my phone, and they love it. I'm getting so much response to that one thing that it is just amazing. Absolutely. Absolutely. So you guys, these can be adapted. Um, remember, I want to keep it as simple as possible, mm -hmm. right? So if you guys can figure out the voice thing, do it, right? I'm, I'm kind of a low-key kind of guy, so texting for me works. Right. Right? I mean, like if you have the – like I love the, I love the app Snapchat, right? Mm -hmm. I think Snapchat is hilarious. Because I can literally send somebody a six-second message that I know is going to be deleted as soon as they see it. Mm -hmm. So pick up the, the – the, it's more about the action. So do a voicemail to somebody or, or, or shoot them a quick text. If you have a new promotion, maybe when they send it back, say, hey, you know what? I'd love to tell you about a new thing, whatever. You know. So take out your smartphone and just commit to five to ten people a day.
just religiously, while you're getting your coffee ready in the morning, bam, shoot out quick 10 quick texts. I happen to do it when I'm driving. I'm just so in a habit right now. People laugh at me even when they're driving and I'm a passenger because our stoplights here in Los Angeles last a long time, and I can really pound off three or four texts at every stoplight. Yeah. So I literally now am in such a habit at a stoplight of texting that even when somebody else is driving, all my friends know that the minute we hit a stoplight, I'm done. Like, don't talk to me. I'm, I've got a text. <laughs> and that, and, it, and it's just, it's, it's just habit for me. It's just habits now. Right. And the other thing that that does, you guys, is it trains your customers and your network that you talk via text. And talking by text is far more efficient than talking on the phone. So it also is really great because it helps train people that you talk via text. So they can ask questions and get quick comments and questions done via text versus have to call you and then you call them back and then they call back and then you figure out when you can talk and then it's three weeks from now and you've got to send them to a website to schedule an appointment, blah, 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 blah. Right. Right. No, definitely. I, I love that one. Yeah. Um, okay. Let's see. I'm going down here. Let's see. Oh, this is this is one that I find um, people are the most scared to do, but it actually yields the biggest results. So much so that I actually did an entire hour-long training on this. Um, and I, I just put it in the category of client reactivation. But here's the deal. In business, knowledge is power. Knowledge is power. So here's one of the things that I do and I train our entire organization to do. Once a week, even though this is going to suck, pick up the phone and call a client that has fired you. Call a client that left, they went away, they stopped paying, whatever. Call them, and you've got to go into this with the right mindset. You want to call them, be completely open to what happens, and simply ask them, what are they doing now, what are they promoting, and how you can support them. If the conversation leads to you asking them why they left, you have to be able to ask them and shut up and not try to defend yourself whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And that's why I tell people, look, at first, don't start asking why they left. You just simply ask how you can support them, how you can promote them, what are they working on, what's going on with their family, so on and so forth, because you've got to rebuild some trust. But the next evolution of this is you want to ask them why they left. Right? And this is a I'll give you a great example of this. I run a meetup group here in Los Angeles and we usually get five star ratings on every group. And one time I got a half a star rating and this lady went on this horrible tirade saying how awful we were. And I was like, Oh my gosh, this is just gonna be painful. So I finally tracked down her phone number and I called her. And I just I said to myself ahead of time, even if she, I think she's crazy, I really want to be able to listen to why she wrote such a bad review. So I called her, and she said, Casey, you know what? I had a miserable time at your meetup group. I said, that sucks. Well, I, you know, I, I, I'm not interested in making it better. What I want to know is why so that I can help improve for the group later on. And she actually said, she said, Casey, the problem was is that you have such a great community that when I walked in, I didn't know a single person, and nobody welcomed me, and nobody reached out their hand and said hello, and I sat back in the corner, and I felt very isolated. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, my gosh. I mean, that just, that just hurts on my insides. You know what I mean? Because our group, what made it so amazing and awesome was the community that we had built up, But at the same time, here we had a new person 
that felt isolated, and that is like the that's like it, may, it just hurt. So if you go on my meetup groups, you literally see that that's the only um, that's the only bad rating that's on there, and I leave it on there, and I talk about it at every single meetup group about how as a as a community. It's so important to reach out to new people. So now we celebrate new people. We, we bring them up to the front of the room. We ask them what they're doing, and we really celebrate them. So it can be a really powerful, powerful thing finding out and having a conversation with somebody that's left you. They fired you. They moved on. They wrote a bad review for you. You just have to really go into it understanding that they're giving you the knowledge and power to make you a better business person. Right. I love that. And it's, it's amazing how you can find out that when you have those bad experiences that you can turn them into a positive experience for, you know, sometimes it is just a quick learning experience as far as like, okay, yeah, they, this girl walked into the room and she didn't feel welcome because everybody else knew each other and nobody greeted her. I mean, that's a simple fix. Now you know, okay, this is what, this is what we need to do from, from now on. That's it. And it's not a complicated, Wait, you know, it's not a big expensive problem to fix, but it is expensive in the long run if you don't. And just by asking that one simple question, you get amazing results. Yeah, and the and the key in that, Eli, is to not try to defend your actions or not try to go, oh, well, you were an idiot or you didn't show up and you should have put your hand out and you should have introduced yourself and it was on you. I simply took it in and just went, oh, my goodness, this is bad. Right. Now we can fix it. Yep, Right. very cool. I love it. So this next one is, is, you guys, one of my favorite ones. I will tell you ahead of time, it's going to require you to be in the correct mindset to be able to do it. And, I, and I'm happy to have a conversation with you afterwards of why this is so important. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you that this is probably one of my biggest keys to having a very large network internationally, okay? And that's this, that I do not buy a product, good, or service from a store that I could buy from somebody that has a business in the home-based business arena that sells that type of product. Whether it's network marketing, direct sales, MLM, relationship marketing, whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. those folks that work from home as, as entrepreneurs, to me, deserve my money more than a big box store. So let me give you an example. Uh, can, you go to, can you go to buy, break, and return? a.k.a. Bed Bath & Beyond, and buy a candle? Of course you can, right? But if you go on Twitter or you go on Facebook and say, hey, I want to burn a candle in my office. Who sells candles from home? And you get 25 people that sell candles from home trying to connect with you, and you buy, instead of 25 candles from one person, you buy one candle from each of those 25 people, you have just become a customer of a network marketing company or of a person that gets paid on their ability to market a product to their network. So when I look at networks and building out my network of people and uh, of people I know, I always want to go where the influencers are. I want to increase my odds, increase the likelihood that I'm going to be put in front of the right type of people. And here's what I know about network marketers. The ones that make a lot of money understand the power of people, understand the power of celebrating others, understand the power of moving a product. They understand distribution. They understand marketing. They understand sales. They understand how to be an entrepreneur versus an employee. Those are folks that I want in my network. 
the easiest way I know to get them in my network is to buy crap from them. <laughs> so I take vitamins from a company. I wash my clothes in, in a product from a company. I, I, um, I shave, shave with shaving cream. I wash my body with soap from a company. I use a greeting card company. I, I mean, I, I have a legal, I have a legal plan in place because of a company. And everybody, everybody goes, oh, well, aren't they going to recruit you? No, I'm not recruitable. But I would love to be your customer. Right. And if just by saying that, I'm not really recruitable, but I, I would love to be your customer, I promise you guys it will be one of the best things you ever do. One, you're going to make somebody's day. Two, you're going to get a far better product than what you're going to buy in a store. And three, you're helping other entrepreneurs change their lives and their families' lives. And I just find that from a guy who markets to people and offers solutions to people, that if I can increase the likelihood that an entrepreneur is going to stay as an entrepreneur versus having to go back and try to get a jump out of bed, that's what I call a job, the better <laughs> off I am. And so I really, I really live a lifestyle of that. I mean, people come to my house and they laugh because I'm like, well, I've got shakes, I've got pills, I've got lotions, I've got face stuff, I've got – I have – my stupid television comes from a network marketing company. Why? Because I understand that those folks that do really well in that arena are some of the best people to spread a message that I've ever seen. So that so imagine this. So they all build teams. So let's just I'm gonna get I'm gonna say Tupperware. I'm just making this up. Think about it. If you bought Tupperware from somebody, and you're you're their customer, and you happen to be doing an event in that area, and you call that person and say, Hey, I happen to be doing an event in Phoenix, Arizona, and I know that your Tupperware team is out in Phoenix, Arizona. I'd love you guys to come out to the event. They already have the network of people to market to. They are a distribution channel. Could I go buy could I go buy Rubbermaid at Target? Of course I could. But that doesn't help anybody but Target. If I go buy that from somebody in my local community that's that's trying to make a go of starting a home business, I'm gonna be their hero. Right, and those are the things that make you stand out again. And they're like, they're like, even if it's just one simple order, that could be the thing that makes their day. Oh my gosh, do you know how much crap I have bought on Facebook because somebody says I only need so many dollars more before I win a trip, or I only need so many things sold before I get this next pin level, or I get so many things, I only need so many bags sold, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, I. I, I Truth be told, the funny thing is if you are at my house and you get a birthday present or a holiday present from me, there is a very, very high likelihood that it's coming from some home-based business. <laughs> it's just true. I mean, yeah. I mean, if you really think about it, Eli, all of us in marketing or whatever, a lot of times what we forget, and I think by looking at some of these things we can understand this – that the reality is is that most of us as marketers, whatever you're marketing, whether it's info products or a roofing company or a plumbing business or a whatever, sometimes we have to just take a, a moment and sit down and go, you know what? We are really offering solutions to people. These people have problems. These people have relationships. These people drive cars. These, these are people just like you and I. So why are we why are we skipping over the human element and dehumanizing people? 
You know, I, I have people in my network that will call me and go, oh, my gosh, dude, you, you are so not a good marketer. I'm like, why am I not a good marketer? Well, my list is 420,000 people. I'm like, okay, 420,000 people, right? Okay, that's almost a half a million people. So congratulations. I can go buy an email list of 420,000 people and compete with you. But if your list is 420,000 people and mine is 3,000 people or 500 people or 200 people, let's, let's do a test. Let's just see who has more interaction. And I assure you that the person that has 420,000 persons on their list, for the most part, they're spending their time focusing on building a list rather than adding value. Right. Not in every case, but in a lot of cases. Yeah. And I can and, and I, let me share a story about that one too, because I, I can put that into to realistic um, scenario that I had was I had somebody who wanted to promote me and wanted to, me to do a webinar with him. And he's like, I, I've got 16,000 people on my list. I'm like, awesome. And I'm sitting there going, this is going to be fun. It's like, I guarantee we'll have at least nine, 900 clicks out of the whole thing. Yeah, no, we didn't have anywhere near that. When we actually got to the point of actually having the event, we had, I think, 60 people actually clicked on the link Four people signed up and one showed up for this live event that I did with him. And I come to find out after the fact that all he had done was build this big list and bombard them with promotions. And that's all he had done the whole the whole time. So he had a worthless list. Yep. It's 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 uh, I was talking with a big marketing guru earlier today and she and I were just talking about this, how the state of marketing has got to be so gross on some level that it's time for all of us to, to stick a claim of going back to really promoting products, goods, and services that we can be proud of and offering solutions to people that have a legitimate problem. Right. Right? No, nope, I couldn't agree um, more. Yeah, so let's, let's, I'll, give you, I'll give you one more. And I know we're coming up a little bit on, on close to the end, but um, here's, here's one of my favorite ones, and it's so easy, and I just laugh at people that, that, that don't do this. I want you to find out who your best client is, the top dollar money or, or the top dollar um, client that you have, and work your butt off to find them a great referral. Very simple. You should always be looking for referrals for your network. Imagine if you are if, – if I'm a top-paying client for somebody and they start passing me referrals, am I even going to remotely think about leaving? No. Right? I, so, I mean, this is true. You go on my Facebook page about once every day or once every couple of days. I pick somebody in my network and I say, hey, network, I have the best CPA tax, tax people on the planet. If you need your taxes done and you're in the market for a new CPA, I would love to introduce you to my folks. They are awesome. They handle my stuff, my brother's stuff, and every client of mine. Let me, let me introduce you to them. I generate more referrals for people, and my tax guys are like, dude, we're in one of these networking groups, and we don't even get as many referrals as you give us. <laughs> I'm like, you guys are awesome. You know? Um, you can you could find a referral, and, and here's the deal. This is why it's so easy, you guys. If you want to find out who their referral is, call them and ask. Call them and say, "Hey, you know what? I just I just got a wild hair up, hair up my skirt. I need to find you a referral. Who's going to make a great client or prospect for you?" They tell you, 
You just go to LinkedIn, find out who they are, call the person on the phone and go, hey, you know what? I was talking to somebody in my network. I asked them who their their best client or prospect would be. Your name came up, and I just, you know, before I introduce you, I want to make sure that your um, your level of awesomeness matches theirs. So tell me a little bit about your business. I let them ramble on, and pretty soon they're like, well, are you going to introduce me? Did I pass the test? I said, yeah, you're pretty cool. Let me, let me, I'm going to introduce you to them. But, you know, I just like building out my network of people, so let, I'll ask you the same question. Who's going to make a good client or prospect for you? Mm-hmm. And now all of a sudden they're like, whoa, 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 hang on a second. This Yahoo calls me up out of the blue off LinkedIn, basically grills me to see if I'm good enough to talk to his, his person, and then he's going to try to find me a referral? People don't do that. They're used to bombarding them with an email yeah. list. So one person out of 60,000 shows up at an event. Yeah, people get shocked about that. I know even not even going that far, the simple fact of meeting somebody and talking to them and saying, okay, so what can I do to help you out? It, it confuses people. It actually shocks them most of the time because they're, they're not used to that. And when you go out of your way to help people, it, they, they get confused at first. And now all of a sudden, once again, you're standing out. They're like, okay, well, you know, what can I do for you? Because you've been so helpful for me. Yeah. I mean, Eli, this morning, I, I – so one of the things and, – and I'll say this. This is kind of our, our closing deal here a little bit. But so I, I tell people, look. I don't want to sell you anything unless I think I have a solution for a problem you're having. It's ridiculous for me to think that I can sit on a show right now and sell all business owners some project or something without ever having a conversation about your business. So I say, look, here's what you guys want to do, and I'll make this to to all of you guys that are listening. Go to connectwithkc.com, C-O-N-N-E-C-T-W-I-T-H-C-A-S-E-Y.com. You go there. You put your name in there. You hit the button that says book it. It's going to take you to my calendar. You just pick a time that works for you. We'll hop on the phone for an hour and chat about your business. If I can offer some help and some assistance and find something that you need, I'm happy to do that. So some, so a guy off of Facebook connects with me on, on Facebook. I send him to connect with Casey. We talked this morning. We talked for an hour. We happened to be talking about marketing and his website, and he, he's trying to franchise his business, and he needs to do some tweaks. And at the end, he says, how can I pay you? Like, how do I work with you? What do I do? And I say, you, you know what? Let's talk in a week. I want you to go make the tweaks on, the, on, that, on those website pages, and then let's come back and let's see what we can do. And the dude was blown away. This guy will end up being a private coaching client of mine. Um, all because I didn't try to go in for a big sale right from the get-go. And that's really what business is about, you guys. It's about building relationships, giving way more value than you ever expect to receive, and everything else will be fine. Right. That is awesome. I love it. And it's such a simple thing. And, it, you know, the amazing thing about that is I, I just pulled up that site, connectwithkc.com. And for everybody It's very fancy, way, isn't it? Isn't there lots of sales pitches on it and pretty pictures? <laughs> yeah, there's not a graphic on the entire thing. I, I will have to say you really should just put a picture of yourself in the corner. So you just have that on there. But, Probably. you know, it's really simple. And, you know, but here's the thing. Here's the thing I believe in, Eli, and you and I talked about this offline. It's um, production over perfection. Yes. So, yes, I should have a picture up there, and yes, I should probably have my logo up there, and yes, I should have it go to some some page that drives them to my website, and yes, 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 I get all of that. 
at the end of the day, I needed a place for people to be able to go and connect with me and pick a time on my calendar. Mm-hmm. So now that that's up and running, yes, now I can go back and make it pretty. But Connect with Casey is literally a page that when I sit on a show, it says, how did we meet? Did we meet on Facebook? Did we meet on a live uh, event? Did we meet on a radio show? What? Yeah. Then, it just, you know, then, then, then somebody goes and picks a time. I get an email. I use a company called Time Trade. I, I don't even know how much it is. Wicked cheap. Mm-hmm. It plugs right into my calendar. I show up, and there, it says somebody confirmed an appointment. It's awesome. Yeah, I love and, it. And it's something – it's so, so simple. And just for everybody listening, by the way, he, he's giving you a free consultation, a chance to be able to sit down with him with this. And the, the connectwithgacy.com is a real website. I'm looking at it yeah, right now. That, and look, you know, it's, it's funny. He, he, people ask me all the time, well, what are you going to sell? What are you going to – where do you want to drive? What kind of splash page? What kind of landing page? Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I, I don't. I literally – Come to every hour consultation with the the give 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 ask philosophy. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you everything I have, a hundred percent of my time, a hundred percent of my my brain and my marketing and my my strategies and ideas that I think are going to work for your business. And it's going to be different. If you sell houses, it's going to be different than if you sell info products, right? Yeah. So it's it's not some big sales pitch. I don't have some ulterior motive that I have some big program I'm going to try to 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 slam you in. You got marketing problems. You got questions. You need to make more sales. You need to meet more people. Then it's very easy. Go to connectwithcasey.com. Pick a time that works for you. Keep get your notepad out, and we'll have a conversation about your business. It's simple. Yeah, I love it. And it's such a simple thing. And by the way, everybody listening, you should do something very similar. I've got a similar process, not quite as simple as his, which I need to work on that. I think I'm going to steal some of this, by the way. Um, but you know, can we talk about your process? Yeah, we can talk about my. So, process. so you guys, so here, so here, let's check this out. So this is, I'm gonna, I'm gonna call you out a little bit, Eli. Okay. And it's only out of love. I understand. Right. So here's the deal: when you want to connect with Eli. He forces you to pick three different times on two different days. And then he comes back and he says, which one works? For me, I literally procrastinated. So so here's the customer. I'm Casey. I procrastinated on connecting with Eli because I'm like, dude, I'm a busy guy. You want me to block out three hours and I've got to wait for you to call and tell me which one's going to work for your schedule? That's what I mean. We've got to make this so stupid simple. Mm-hmm. Right? So, I, I mean, I love your process, and actually it actually works out great because then it's actually you, – you force people to pick – give you different times of what's going to work for them and you, and it's a great collaboration really. Right. Um, so I, I get that. I'm not, I'm not totally calling you out. For me, I'm just – I'm like the simple dude. Right. Go there. Go to Connect with Casey. Pick a time that works. If it doesn't work, when you get the email reminding you, send me an email and say, hey, this doesn't work. Pick a different time. <laughs> you know. Right. Yeah, and you guys, cool. let me it. just let me just give you a shout out. By, by the way, uh, I mean, you guys, if you are not connected to Eli and your marketing university, you really need to go there and check it out. When when you've got a guy like Eli, and and we didn't even really get into whole his whole deal, um, he is an amazing marketer. I've watched tons of video on him. I've cyber stalked him for a long time. Before I ever called him, I called all our mutual friends. And I said, "Is this guy worth really getting to know and hanging out?" And everyone was like. Dude, he's authentic. He's respectable. He knows what he's talking about. He's got his his he's got his shiz together. Um, 
Go, I mean, so I've gone to his site and devoured the content, and I got to tell you, um, he definitely believes in the give, 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 ask philosophy. He may not label it that, but you're going to get a ton of content, a ton of value. If you go there, he's going to give you a free, um, a free roadmap to your small business marketing marketing tour. I mean, he's just got some incredible stuff. So I know this. I'm not supposed to do a whole pitch, but if I'm going to pitch anything, Eli, I want to pitch the audience on at least going to your marketinguniversity.com, getting on your list and getting getting your reports and reading your content because you really put out some amazing, awesome stuff. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate that. That means the world to me. Well, cool. We are getting close to time, and, and you know the fact that you just you pitched my stuff, which it, it threw threw me for a loop. And just for everybody listening, that was not planned, expected in any way, shape, or form. So, Casey, I really appreciate that. So, you know, we've already given out your connectwithcasey.com website. What are some of the other places people can get a hold of you? Because you've got you've given a ton of information. I know you have a ton more because you know I've already followed your stuff. I did the whole cyber stalking of your stuff. And that one video alone was what what totally sold me. I didn't even have to look at anything else before. I was like, yes, I want him on my show. So where can people find more of your stuff out there? I will tell you, this is going to sound so arrogant and egotistical, and I just I kind of laugh even that I have to say it. But the best thing you guys can do is go Google me and figure out where you want to connect with me. I am right, not cool. hard to connect with. Um, I'm all over Facebook. I'm all over Twitter. My Twitter handle is double your check. Um, CaseyEberhart.com and TheIdealNetworker.com are two sites. They're being rebuilt right now, so they're kind of crappy at the moment. Um, I'm all over YouTube, Facebook. My Facebook fan page is Facebook.com forward slash CaseyFan. But if you kind of want to check out my content and stuff, I would go to YouTube and Google me or or go to, you know, go to – how bad is that? That now we're saying go to YouTube and Google me. Jeez. That's funny. That's all right. That's funny. So we're going to. What I'm going to do is I'm going to put together all your major links and put that on the show notes for the sh- for the show because that it, there's a lot of different areas and I know you have your weekly call. You, Rob, I'm going to be on a guest on that fairly soon, so that's going to be a lot of fun and. Um, you know, you do that call open for everybody. So if people connect with you on Facebook, you announce that, letting them know, hey, this is what's going on this week, right? Absolutely, absolutely. And that call is called the W Chat Call. It's every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern. Um, if you're on my email list, you'll get two emails from me a week, one on Tuesday telling you what the topic's going to be and all the call-in details, and one on Friday with a recap. And after that Friday, uh, the calls go away. So you kind of do have to be in there, um, in there sort of live or listen to the recap. But it's a great call, and it's not a big sales call. I bring in... Uh, experts from all different fields. It's kind of my call. It's my. It's one of my big ways of giving back. So I take a lot of what I use in my consultation business, my consultative business, and my strategy coaching, that kind of stuff. And we just bring it to the call, and we have we have a blast on that call for sure. Awesome. Very cool. Well, Casey, this has been a pleasure. Tons of great content. I can swear that I, I think I'm really happy. This is the first time I've had somebody who talked faster than me, which is kind of amazing. <laughs> Well, it's funny. I haven't even had any coffee, and I have to go speak at an event. Uh, I have to go speak at an event later on, so I'm debating whether or not I even have an energy drink or not. I might. I might overwhelm people. <laughs> that is awesome. Well, Casey, thank you so much for joining us. This has been so much fun. You know, one thing with me, I always put it out there. If there's anything that I can do to help support you, reach out and let me know. You got it. 
All right, and thank you guys for listening. It's my my pleasure to have every each and every one of you listening. One thing I do I do appreciate so so much. Go to iTunes, and if you get a chance, just spend one minute, put in a, a quick little review for us. What that does is actually helps us get in front of more people, share the message, share great, great conversations like this, and help more entrepreneurs get more successful, get over their fear of marketing, and have more fun with it. So with that, we're going to wrap up. Get out there, have an amazing amazing rockstar day and we'll see you in the next episode take care ciao guys hey there this is eli again and i got a question for you do you have a roadmap for marketing your business if you're consistently looking for new marketing ideas just to keep your business going then you need to check out smallbusinessmarketingroadmap.com and download the free special report that i created to help you create a marketing plan that will thrive in any economy again that's smallbusinessmarketingroadmap.com Go get it, read it, and start the road trip of your lifetime. See you on the other side.